E-S-N-Y. Right into the intro, we have a lot of stuff to talk about today. This is episode 92 of the Bleacher Creatures Yankees podcast presented by Elite Sports New York, Crossing Broad, Warwick Gaming, and XL Media. As always, brought to you by Rivercrest NYC. Uh, number one thing I want to mention, it's not Yankees related. Fernando Tatis Jr. just got paid for life. For life. He did. My God, when this deal is over, he's going to be 35 years old. Unbelievable. Absolutely massive 14-year, $340 million contract. That is absolutely massive. I mean, him between him and Machado, you have the left side of the infield locked down for the next, like, 12 years. Oh, for sure. That is absolutely absurd. I saw the numbers, and I had to do, like, a double take. I was like, 14 years? That is insane. Unbelievable. So props... Props to Fernando Tatis Jr. Go get paid, kid. I mean, when I was 23, I don't think I could have mentally handled making $340 million. That's just not something that would have I ever still been can't. my... Yeah, no, I, I probably still can't. Even at, how old am I? 25? Even at 25, I still can't do that. Uh, so, I mean, <laughs> Jesus, what a payday. That is incredible. Yeah, like I said, I had to do a double take. It was absolutely absurd to me. But hey, listen, the guy is the guy is the future. He's on the cover of the show. Like, big deal. Yeah, uh, he got it. Uh, all right. Just wanted to get that out of the way so I can get my excitement about it out of my off my chest, out of my mind, so that we can go into the Yankees. And number one thing we have to talk about. I know you don't want to talk about it. I texted you about it the other day, and I could feel your rage through the phone. It's looking a lot like Brett Gardner might not be with us this year after all. Okay, so let me let me preface this by saying it was not just rage, James. I am pissed at you. You are the problem. At okay? me? What yeah, did I do? Yeah. yeah. James? Listen, it just I want I want everyone to take sides here. I want to see if you're team Allison or team James oh right my now. God, we're doing James teams? would message me. We're doing teams. This is important to me. So James would message me and he'd be like, oh my God, it's fine. Don't worry, Brett Garner's gonna sign. He's gonna sign. On these podcasts, we have video proof that he literally says, It's fine. It's fine. It's only a matter of time Brett Gardner's gonna sign. He's gonna be with the Yankees in 2021, right? So here I am, like, la 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 la, you know, yay, great, it's gonna happen. Okay, so I'm actually gonna go to the receipts. The receipts. Oh my god, not the receipts. The receipts aren't gonna make me look good. I mean, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know my stance has been whatever money is left over is going to Brett Gardner. And now we just don't have any money left over. (laughs) All I know is he keeps saying on Sunday, he texts me and he goes, I'm officially worried about Brett Gardner. And he does the little face, you know, the face, right? And I'm like, no, no, no. To me, that's like kind of a sarcastic, jokey face. So I said, "Mm, okay, now it's okay. I see. I see how it is. Okay. That's my yikes face. That's the one I use it for yikes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. On Monday, text me the yikes face again after they signed uh, Justin Wilson said, 
running out of gardener money real fast. Guys, he is literally poking the bear. He's just poking, poking me. This is unfair and rude. I think it's totally rude. And I got very upset. I was very sad, James. And then I get this text message from you and basically trying to defend yourself saying, well, Gardner's the last link to my Yankees childhood. And I'm like, bitch, I was going to marry this guy. I'm just kidding. That was a joke. Yeah, we were just <laughs> not going to we're going to gloss over that because this this is the anniversary yeah. of Brett Gardner's stalker coming to light. That happened a year ago this week. So we're just going to gloss yeah, over the marry Brett Gardner. We're fact. glossing over. Glossing over. But all I know is that James I was so vulnerable and so upset. I'm crying in the car over Brett Gardner. And James has the audacity to text me and be like, oh, looks like they're running out of money. How rude. Okay. I will allow me to defend myself, sir. Mm -hmm. I was genuinely sad for you. I, that was a yikes face. The emoji was the yikes face, not the sarcastic smile because I know the effect that I've had my confidence that Brett Gardner was going to return for the 2021 season. I was so confident and I got, I gassed you up. I kept telling you that Brett Gardner's coming back. Brett Gardner's coming back. Brett Gardner's coming back. And now it looks like it's not going to happen. And I, I don't want to say it's definite. It's not a hundred percent yet. Aaron Boone in his press conference today said, we'll see about Brett Gardner. That's not a good sign, but it's not an absolute no. So it's still possible. But the point is, I yeah. I did not mm-hmm. mean okay. to sound mm-hmm. I did not mean to sound sarcastic. I am genuinely upset about Brett Gardner leaving. I am upset for you. I know you have now taken to asking the Yankees to sign him in return for some pretty crazy plans. Correct. Correct. And listen, I just have to say, if he doesn't sign, I might have to come back and ask you for, I might have to sue. I'm just kidding. You, not the Yankees, you. Yeah, sue me for, yes, intentional infliction of emotional distress. I did a semester of law school. I know what that is. You have a case. Please don't sue me, though. This conversation is privileged with Hmm. you, me, and and the listeners. So nobody sue me for saying that I thought Brett Gardner was going to come back. All I know is this has been a really, really tough off season for me. And it's really, really tough because I see all these people and they're like, yay, we're so glad Brett Gardner's not coming back when literally Brett Gardner has been my life for like a very long time. 12 so, years. Yeah, it's just sad. It's very sad. I cried the other day and I tweeted this too. I cried in the car just thinking about it. <laughs> Just all of a sudden, I, it just came to my mind, and I'm like, oh, my God. Um, and my boyfriend looks at me. He was like, what's wrong? I, and so I had to explain. I'm like, Brett Gardner, duh. And he looks at me, and he puts his hand on my shoulder, and he goes, I'm so sorry you're going through something. <laughs> Which is true. I was going through a lot. Yeah, I mean, it, it's but a lot to deal with. Some people just don't understand yeah, I mean, listen, your 90% of your internet personality has been based around your love for Brett Gardner. I mean, uh-huh. the Guardy Party videos, I assume that the reason you started writing for Elite Sports New York was because of how much you loved Brett Gardner and the Yankees, of course, but Brett Gardner mm-hmm. primarily. And it's it's one of these tough things. You know, you grow up and then you realize that eh, your idols can't play forever. 
They can't play forever. And Brett Gardner has finally reached that time. But he should at the very least be able to have some sort of a send off in the Bronx. It's just, it's sad for me. It's sad to think about how last year he deliberately went out on the field after their final home game and tipped his cap to no one. Oh, he does yeah, not deserve that. No, no, that's emotional. That's, I mean, you know, Brett Gardner has been one of the most important parts of this team since the last world series. And despite what people may think of him, as a player, how good you think he is. Uh, he's, I mean, he's always been a positive player. He's always had more than one war. So this is not some slouch who you're saying, eh, I don't know, let's do a little retirement tour thing for it's not him. It's like a freaking Tyler Wade instance, you know? No, like- he can contribute to this team. And, and in 2021, I mean, we knew it was going to be mostly in a defensive role. Um, mm-hmm. He wasn't really going to get a lot of at-bats, but it, it doesn't feel right that he's not going to get that Yankee Stadium send off after um after a what is it 12 year career with the team and his final season is played in front of no fans in a 60 game season like that sucks that's that sucks yeah I just keep seeing all these highlight videos and it's just making me sad because people are like just bring him back look what he can do and I'm like I remember that day that was the best day of my life the walk, uh, the go-ahead homer in Wrigley Field. <laughs> My life's not that great, clearly. I mean, <laughs> but, <laughs> but honestly, uh, like my favorite one is I watched a highlight video of him, um, you know, making that catch up against the wall uh, against, I believe it, it was the Mariners. Justin Smoke um, was like vying for a game tying home run and Brett Gardner makes the catch and it's shocked that he makes the catch and like flips out. And that's just one of the best moments. I just remember watching that game live and so emotion, so many emotions running through me. I'm all cried out right now for a little bit. So I just need to like recharge and then tomorrow I'll probably be back to the tears. So yeah. And then opening day when his name isn't announced with the roster, Oof, that's going to be a rough one. Uh, but that's, it might still happen. It could still happen. I don't, yeah. I don't want to give you false hope, but Aaron Boone said, we'll see. He didn't say no. He said, we'll see. So who knows? Maybe it still happens for us. Well, that would be great. Of course. And that will launch us into our next conversation about Brett Gardner's replacement in left field, mm-hmm. Clint Frazier. Well today, deserved. Yep. Today in Boone's press conference, he said that Clint Frazier has earned the starting left field spot. It has been a long, tumultuous roller coaster ride for Clint as a Yankee. Uh, you, I mean, you look back and he comes over as this top prospect in the Andrew Miller trade. And we weren't happy that we traded Andrew Miller because it was giving up on the 2015 season. It was 2015 or 2016 because uh, it was giving up on the season. But we get Clint Frazier back and then the Mickey Mantle thing happens where he jokingly asks the Yankees to unretire number seven so that he can wear it. Clearly joking. Couldn't could not be clearer that he that it was a joke and everyone just took it and ran with it and said, this guy has no respect for the Yankee way, blah, 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 blah. Uh, it gets the concussion in 2018. And it, it's every time he looked like he was finally going to get a chance, either he would get injured or the concussion symptoms would keep him off the field because you just you couldn't play him. 
He, he was just yeah. unplayable in the outfield. And 2020, it finally comes together for him. He's a gold glove candidate. He's hitting. He does everything right. 2021 is his year. He gets 400, 500 at-bats. I mean, I could not be happier for Clint Frazier. I could not be happier with how all pretty much all the pieces fell into place for him. He's got this. He's basically got Aaron Boone's guarantee that he's the starting left fielder. Um, he he's got the girl. He is a doctor. Kaylee board approved uh, doctor. They are a vision of domestic bliss. He's got lit like literally the man has the perfect life. I mean, maybe I would too, if I just signed with Nike and was able to, you know, like have a entire closet full of shoes, but I don't have that. He does. And you know what? Good for him. I'm so happy for him that everything just in general, I feel like it just all fell into place for this 2021 season. And I love it. I, I think he's going to be great. And I'm really excited to get to see a full 162 game season of Clint Frazier healthy, um, you know, not having concussions and double visions and all that fun stuff. I think we're in for a treat this year. I think this is the year that Clint finally proves a lot of people wrong. A lot of people who never believed in him. This is the year that he breaks out and we see the former number five overall pick and why he was picked so high and why Cleveland had him scouted as a center fielder, their center fielder of the future and what we gave up in Andrew Miller to get him. Uh, I am so excited for him. Uh, in other news, we have some returns this week. Uh, Justin Wilson, First and foremost, the reason that Brett Gardner probably isn't coming back this year, uh, Justin Wilson will be returning to the Yankees. I still don't know the money on the deal. I still don't know. Um, they haven't reported it. A lot of people were saying originally they were thinking it was four mil, but no one confirmed it. Well, this is going on like three days now, right? Usually yeah. when we get a when we get a deal, it's passing has right, the details right. almost immediately. And now it's right. like, you know, yeah. one day, two day, three days. Like we still don't know how much money Justin Wilson is going to be making next year. Right. Indeed. Yeah. No, I mean, there, there hasn't been any specific, um, specific confirmation of that. So we still have no idea. So maybe they're like, yo, Brett, here's $85,000. Will you play for us? <laughs> yeah, no. And I will say there was a, there was a graphic that went out on MLB network that had Justin Wilson as a minor league deal. I highly doubt Highly doubt it's a minor league deal. And I believe it's been confirmed to be a major league deal. But who knows? Maybe we got him at a discount, like a bargain bargain. And it's not going to be $4 million. It's going to be like $2 million. And then we have a little bit of extra money to spend. So I'm just looking for ways to bring Brett Gardner back at this point. Um, departures, James Paxton. Oh, yeah, we, we to, all are. Yeah, James Paxton went back to the Seattle Mariners. So I think it's pretty safe to say at this point that the Mariners won the Paxton Sheffield trade. Cause now they have both players. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that just negated itself really quickly. And like I said on Twitter, you know, obviously I feel like the Yankees did kind of slightly miss out, but you know what? I'm really glad to hear that Paxton's going back to where he originally was. And you know what? Maybe he'll, maybe he'll get things right. Maybe he'll turn into an ace again. Good for him. Like I wish nothing but the best for him and you know, I'm going to miss him next year. Yeah. And I would still make that trade a hundred times out of a hundred. Uh, at the time mm -hmm. the Yankees were concerned that justice Sheffield's command wasn't coming around. 
and they didn't know if it was ever going to come around. So they went out and they got a guy who could be a frontline starter. Uh, mm -hmm. He just happened to be injured. We got a lot of good starts out of him. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of not so great starts out of him too. But I mean, looking back, it probably would have been nice to hold on to Justice Sheffield instead of having <laughs> two years of an injured James Paxton. Probably would have been nice. I don't know about you, but to be completely honest, this team, even though it's really not a whole lot different to me, feels incredibly different. Maybe it's just the Brett Gardner factor, like the steady, you know, this is who's been here, but like just the rotation wise, like, I feel like we always had the idea of like Luis Severino. Um, you know, we always had people kind of like on tap Masahiro Tanaka. Um, and we we're like, okay, we're just looking to fill in like the fourth and the fifth slots. And, you know, we're coming up through the system, getting kids up through the system. Now they actually like made moves. And to me, it just feels so, so different than what I'm just used to. And I don't know if it's just me or if you're kind of feeling the same way too. No, it, it does feel like the Yankees have turned the corner a little bit. Uh, I mean, part of that is Brett Gardner, you know, that's the last guy from the last World Series team. Nobody on this team has won a World Series with the New York Yankees. Um, so it's a little bit of a different feel. And you you lose that veteran presence in the clubhouse, you know, the the staple of the organization. So there's this natural, you know, taking a turn feeling. Uh, Aaron Judge and DJ LeMahieu have to step up and be the locker room leaders. And Garrett Cole, um, you know, we're going out and doing something that Cashman really hasn't done a lot of over the last few years, and it's acquire pitching. Uh, he's tended to kind of rely on his guys from his system to fill in some of the holes. Uh, and then, you know, this year we lose Tanaka, we lose Paxton, and then we go out and we get Tyone and Kluber. And we're going to have a, a couple battles for the last two spots. I think Jordan Montgomery is going to have the fourth spot. Max is really high on him this year, so I'm really excited to see Monty go. Uh, and then that fifth spot, it's going to be, you know, a constant mix of Davey, Clark. Uh, I don't know about Domingo Herman because he's doing weird shit on Instagram again. So I don't know if, yeah, if he's we'll going to be involved. In yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we also have Julius Chassin from he pitched for Milwaukee for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. So that's some nice depth there. And, you know, I mean, Luis Medina is down in the system. He's got filthy stuff. The command's not totally there yet. But if, I mean, if we're looking at the typical Yankees injury line, we might have to call on some of those guys the way we did with Jonathan Loisaga. We said, well, this guy is not ready yet. And the way we did with Clark Schmidt last year, he said, this guy's not ready yet, but we need an arm now. Right. And I mean, here's the other thing, too, you have to think about you're you're adding Corey Kluber and you're adding Tyone to the rotation. And these are both guys that haven't pitched in a while. So who knows if there's going to be any sort of fatigue or just, um, you know, setbacks in terms of, you know, getting back on the mound and back to big league play. We just don't really know. So. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely more of an opportunity for those minor league pitchers to come up. And um, yeah, I just <laughs> I hope. And I pray that like the whole thing that happened with Clark Schmidt and his debut does not happen with these other guys. Like we put so much stock into Clark Schmidt and he gave up like eight runs in his very first outing. It was just. Yeah. And we, we put him in a bad position because we, right. I mean, the Yankees fans are so passionate about the team that they do give a shit about the players mm -hmm. that are in the system. A lot of teams, you know, a guy comes up and it's just like, Hey, like, Here's a rookie. He might be pretty good for us. I mean, we're talking about how long we've we been talking about like Albert Abreu and Luis Medina, guys who still aren't particularly close to the MLB, but I feel like I've, I've known about them for three years. 
And mm-hmm. I, Jason Dominguez is a whole other thing. He hasn't even played a single professional game, but we hype these guys up so much. And then you forget that when they come up, like Clark Schmidt is what, 22 years old? And he had never pitched in AAA. Like, what were we expecting? Were we just expecting right. him to come out and have like a 3 5 ERA? No, he's a rookie and he's never, like, he's never faced competition like this. He's not right. ready for this, but we needed him really badly last year. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, I am really looking forward to kind of seeing what the farm system has. I haven't really been keeping updated as, you know, we were when down in Scranton, it was just like the, the AAA Yankees, like when they just had a bomb team, but you know, it feels like a lot of those pieces were either traded away or came up and either rocked it or failed it. Like, so I'm really interested to see kind of what the minor leagues has to offer this year. And it looks like there are a couple of veterans that they've signed to minor league contracts as well, including, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, uh, Derek D- Dietrich. Dietrich. Yeah, that's right. And yes, I wrote that down as well <laughs> because Chris Archer signed with the Tampa Bay Rays. Correct. And if you recall, Chris Archer and Derek Dietrich were the main proponents proponents that's not the right word the main causes of the best baseball brawl i have seen in years correct i mean the correct. reds and yes. the pirates one of the best things where we got the famous image of yasiel puig just fighting through a sea of yellow all by himself that and is still I- to me a renaissance image like i tried to put it through an app where it could like make it into renaissance style because i was like this is just it's so artsy. It's so artistic. But yeah, that was kind of a surprise uh, to see him on the list. I feel like that was never announced. It was never. And no, it wasn't. It was yeah, just like was a just secret like, move. Wait a minute. Yeah, just this secret move. And I know uh, people, Yankees fans are going to hate Derek Dietrich if he does make the roster because he doesn't hit for average, but he gets on base and he hits with a lot of power. Like he's an, he's an analytics only player. He doesn't have that bat to ball skill that, I mean, guys like DJ LeMay, has that bat to ball skill, but he also gets on base and he also hits yeah. with pretty decent power. Uh, or, or a guy like Aaron Judge who gets on base almost 40% of the time and hits bombs, but he only hits like, 250 260 these Derek Dietrich I think last year he hit like 197 but still had an above average OPS plus like he is he is pure analytics and we are gonna if he makes the team he's gonna be used in very specific scenarios just as a backup and I hope one of those scenarios is against Chris Archer because the Yankees and the Rays already have beef and when you Mm -hmm. add Chris Archer and Derek Dietrich to that combination God help us if Dietrich goes yard again. And CC Sabathia in the booth, even better. Even that would just be better. The perfect storm. Oh, FCC violations all over the place. Yes, network is going to have to shut down because of all the fines. <laughs> They're going to have to bleep out every single word that he says. It's just yeah. going to be one long beep the entire time. I'm here for it, though. Um, another addition. Yeah, I'll enjoy it. Uh, another addition to the team. Uh, you're, I don't like this one at all. Robinson Chirinos, the Astros catcher from the famous sign ceiling scandal. And yeah, I am not yeah. excited to have him on our team. I don't care about him at all. It makes no difference to me. Yeah, not the biggest fan. Um, just especially after his comments, I think it was game two uh, in the ALCS or maybe it was game. Yeah, it must have been game two. 
um, when he made a comment about all the Yankee fans leaving, and I'd be embarrassed if I were the Yankees. Like, and- yeah, you're going to play for the Yankees now. You think your first game for the New York Yankees, that's not coming up immediately after the game? Like, come on. That's just weird choice. Weird choice. And I don't yeah, think well, we really needed that catching, catching depth. I think we could have gone somewhere no, else for that. No, I mean, I, you know, I'm not really sure what the, what the purpose behind that was to be completely honest. I mean, we have that catching depth. Someone did mention that maybe he could serve as kind of like a, a Higgy slash um, Kratz role that was played last year. Just really the, the backup backup if they needed someone. Um I sure as hell hope that Gary Sanchez decides this year is the year he's going to be super healthy all year long. Um, so we don't even have to uh, witness that. Yeah, this is, I mean, this is the make or break year for Gary Sanchez. If he has another bad year, I mean, we're looking at his last year of arbitration and then free agency. He's in a really bad spot if he has a bad year. Um, so hopefully he can have a bounce back. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully Higgy too. He, he continues his offensive production. I know Boone said today that it's not going to be strictly Cole and Higgy out of the gate. They're going to try to try to work Gary with Garrett Cole. Uh, I mean, 60 games, it's not really a substantial sample size to judge whether or not Garrett Cole needs Higgy to be his personal catcher. Uh, I don't, I don't want to count anything that Gary Sanchez did in 2020. It was such a weird year, and he was, I mean, he was out of it all year. He never looked right. So yeah. uh, who knows? Maybe Gary Sanchez finally puts it together again this year or at least becomes, you know, 80% of what we thought he could be, and that's still one of the best catchers in baseball. Yeah, we can only hope. I mean, that's just, yeah, it's been a disappointing couple of years, and you know, obviously, not only do we want him to be great for the Yankees, but we want him to be good when he does enter free agency because I would just feel so bad. Yeah, I want him to get paid. That's, yeah. I mean, he had the best years of his career while he was getting paid $600,000. He deserves better than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So what else do you got? Uh, Domingo Herman. This is this is a late breaking story. He's doing weird shit on Instagram again. This is not the first mm-hmm. time he's done something like this. Uh, he posted a black screenshot with writing on it that just says, everything is definitely over. Thanks again for everything in Spanish. What the fuck does he mean by that? So from what I understand and, you know, could be right, could be wrong. Not really sure. Uh, They had the initials MV after that, which were the initials of his girlfriend slash fiance. So people are assuming that, you know, maybe their, their relationship is over. Maybe they, you know, maybe she left him. I don't know, which would make sense from what we've heard, uh, you know, of his previous indiscretions. Um, but the other thing too, is I, I have heard a lot of people just kind of like making jokes of it and laughing at it. And it's just like, I, I just don't think there's some, I think there's something wrong right now with Domingo Herman, not just, not just with what he did, but like mentally. And, you know, I, I personally take mental health very seriously. And like, I always try and, and read into situations like this too, and just make sure that people are okay. and. He does not seem okay right now. Right. And I I just really, really hope that, um, you know, people understand, of course, we understand what he did to his fiance. Like we know, and, you know, we definitely are still judging him for it, but he is also a human being. And if he has something wrong, I hope he gets the help that he needs. That's just, 
It's not Absolutely. something to laugh at. I mean, at I don't I don't want him on my team because of what he did, but right. also, you know, go get help with everything. I mean, right. your mental health is not the only thing you need help with right now. So, you know, so, go get help. Yeah. I Yeah. So I think that's what's going on. Um, nothing really has been confirmed or anything, but it, it does sound like it was uh, towards the end, the end of a relationship, which with, you know, kind of the situation that he found himself in would make a lot of sense if she did end up leaving him. Yeah. And, and we obviously remember from last year at this time, he did the same thing on Instagram where he, I believe he actually thanked the Yankees and it was very mm-hmm. clear that he had just retired out of the blue and then mm-hmm. took it back. Uh, yes. So oof, who, who knows yes. what's going on with him and further evidence that it is about, you know, something more personal is he did uh, post on his story a screenshot uh, of like one of Aaron Boone's quotes from his press conference today regarding Domingo Herman um, and said I'm ready so I think it's just the personal and really he's just trying to focus on you know moving forward and you know playing baseball again but yeah it's it's a tough situation because I don't want people to think that like we're, we're excusing his past behavior because that's, we're not, that's we're not, not the case at all. But like at the same time, you know, if he needs help, he needs to get help because he's still a human being. Well put. Uh, do you have anything else for the Yankees? Um, no, uh, I think the biggest thing is uh, the thing we talked about for hours and hours um, earlier about my friend. Um, but Clint Frazier did ink a deal with Nike. So good for him. He's got get a sponsorship, them, custom cleats. Awesome. Love it. Uh, really good for him. So yeah, but pitchers and catchers reported today. We got all those lovely pictures and videos, super cute. Just so excited. Everyone's so excited. So it just makes me so, so happy. And now I got to find a way to be able to watch these spring training games when they do occur, because I don't have yes network anymore. Thanks guys. Oof, got to figure that out. Also, one last thing that I want to mention, uh, something that made me personally very happy. Tim Tebow announced his retirement. Fuck Tim Tebow. Fuck Tim Tebow. I hate I'm that big guy. Big fan of Tim Tebow. Big fan of Tim Tebow because he's been in Syracuse for a while. And, you know, that's my boy. When we go to watch those Syracuse games, who are you going to watch? Tim Tebow. I um, hate Tim Tebow. So I, you know, I'm, I'm glad that he's doing that. I feel like he knew he wasn't going to get to the major leagues and stuff. Career batting kind of average, 223. Right. And he's just kind of been stuck in that, uh, that AAA void for a very long time. So good for him. Um, but I am going to miss him here in Syracuse because he did draw some good fans to the stadium. I am just glad that I never have to see him on a highlight reel again because you know how the the cable networks go espn and mlb network anytime tim tebow hits a batting practice home run it's like oh is this the year tim tebow is finally going to make it to the majors get the fuck out of here tim tebow is not a good baseball player he is not a major league caliber baseball player he wasn't a triple a caliber baseball player and he wasn't a double a caliber baseball player he was just not good and I am very much looking forward to never having to hear from him again. Of course, I'm sure we'll hear from Russell Wilson, who just likes to show up the Yankees spring training, take a couple oh, yeah. grounders and a couple at bats. Hate that too. Get out of here, Russell. This isn't your sport. Okay, well, next thing you know, it might be Patrick Mahomes coming back. Who knows? 
No, hate that. Hate that for everyone involved. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is a $500 million football player. Like, we don't need anybody throwing 90 miles per hour to him. Nobody wants that. <laughs> that's true. That's true. No, that's all I got for today. Um, yeah, go Yanks. <gasps> so go exciting. Yanks. Go Yanks. Spring training is here. Uh, leave us a five-star review for spring training because we would really appreciate that. And I got, I mean, I got nothing else. I'm just excited to start spring training games, start getting the videos underneath the fence. Uh, it is just a, a beautiful, beautiful time to be a baseball fan. We're also going to get pounded by snow again tomorrow. So I am very much looking forward to spending the whole day watching sunny Florida baseball videos. Sounds ideal to me. Sounds awesome. ideal. All right. So we'll see y'all next week. All right. Sounds good. Bye everyone. <laughs>